Hey everyone, welcome to the Kahunas podcast. Today I've got Chris Percival on and Chris has been a huge supporter of Kahunas for the last probably, I'd say seven or eight months or so, Chris, do you reckon? Yeah, something like that. Um, I think literally as pretty much as soon as you released it, I was pretty much straight on board. Yeah, and it's been so good because we've had all those like messages back and forth, like making sure that things were were right for you. And ever since I decided to do a podcast, I thought it'd be great to get you on for a number of different reasons, but you're extremely charismatic. You've got a great social following. You've built a really good business and you're a family man as well. So I'd love to be able to share with our listeners kind of how you started out and how you got to where you are today, if that's cool. Yeah. So in terms of fitness, um, I've always been into any kind of sport. I played rugby league my entire life back in Australia um, and then at a young age, started getting into the gym and trying to put on a bit more size. I didn't take it too seriously at that point. It wasn't really – the fitness industry wasn't so big um, at, in that point in my life. And uh, it, I was more focused on going out and partying and meeting birds and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, and then kind of at the later, at later stage um, with social media and stuff like that, the fitness industry started really blowing up. There's young dudes coming out that are absolutely jacked with huge followings and making a lot of money through that as well. And I I kind of wish that was around when I was younger. Um, (laughs) But we make do with what we've got and we've built my following. Um, A little bit of a different path, though. My following came through fashion and modeling. Um, And that's, yeah, that's kind of like led me to where I was today. Um, Through the modeling, you know, you've got shelf life. Um, You can't progressively get younger and uh, sure. in, in that industry it, once you get to a certain point especially when you've had a successful career like myself in the modeling game um it's going to expire at some point and you know i wanted to figure out how i can help people um physically mentally and then also live the lifestyle that i was so used to in in terms of the modeling world awesome and did you so whilst you were modeling did you do fitness did you do any kind no. of coaching alongside it or was it just modeling? No. Literally, it was, I was skinny and, and the way that I broke onto the scene, I guess, because my fitness journey had kind of uh, run out. And I, we'll get into the barriers um, and the things that were stopping me a little bit later. But um, I guess I was heroin chic, they, I think they say. So I was very right. skinny. I was withdrawn, um, covered in tattoos, big beard. And that's kind of how I broke onto the scene of modeling. Um, and then in terms of how I progressively got into the online coaching was just like helping friends in the gym um, okay. with their training. And and then I was just like, okay, well, modeling's kind of expiring. I need to start focusing on what I'm going to do after. And I think a lot of people in the modeling industry kind of get to the end of their career and then like, oh, what, do I, what do I do now? And they blow yeah. their money. Um, fortunately, I invested my money into the right kind of things. Um Nice. And then, yeah, being able to set my business up from there. And so did you, so initially when you got into fitness, did you go and work in a gym directly or you went straight to online? Straight to online. I knew that I didn't need to because of my following. Yeah. And so then from your following, what did that look like for you? So as kind of modeling's coming to an end and you're now thinking, right, I'm going to go down this route. You've got a few friends that you're helping out doing fitness. Then was there any point where, you sat down and thought, right, I need to now make a business out of this. I need to map it out. Or did you just, every day you just, was a new day and you just tried as good as you could? I had a call 
last night and I've just recently taken on a business mentor just to help with that kind of stuff because um, okay. I've been the person to literally wing everything my entire life and yeah. I will take that into my to the day I die it's got me to where I am today so I'll just keep pushing that but at some point I need structure and this was a, a point of call that I had last night um, was just setting out structure now and really understanding a little bit more about business instead of just being like okay wake up do my check-ins and do some content and then post it like because that's kind of how I live my life and I and, you know I'm working on gym collaborations and stuff but and I don't I've never had a diary I've never had anything structured for for my work balance or anything like that I, I kind of just do what I need to do um and yeah it's kind of led me to where I am now I don't know it's a weird one no it's cool and did you do you think in doing that you're slightly stubborn or slightly like OCD on things or what made you think because part of the podcast I want to figure out like what makes you tick right so did you think I'm doing this there's no plan b this is plan a this is wholeheartedly what I'm going to do and I'm going to make it work. Or did you ever have any doubt? Do you know what? They, of course, there's always going to be doubt and I'm an overthinker, but I was right. just like, do you know what? I want to do this. This needs, I need to do this. Okay. So I invested my money. It, my When I initially started coaching, I didn't know too much about the online space. So I was just like, right, okay. Um, one company I was speaking to, I went on board Um and then that was like low ticket and it wasn't really working for me. You need a lot of volume. Um, right. And, you know, it was good. Like I didn't know much about lead generation or anything like that because I wasn't business savvy. I, was, I just didn't understand anything. But we had a lot of uh, interest off the back of that. Got a whole bunch of clients. But as I said, it's low ticket. And in order to have a successful business, low ticket is not going to get you anywhere. Um, mm. And then I progressively, progressively moved to another platform. Um, but there... Rev share was just far too hot. I was just giving them way too much money for, for yeah. not a lot. And I'm not going to mention any names because that's not who I am. But I was just like, I can't continue giving you guys money for, for not a lot. I wasn't receiving sure. much. And then, thank God, I found Kalunas. Um <laughs> <laughs> So it's been, a, as I said, I've never really had that structure. or I, I kind of just, I just winged it and I jumped into it, I guess. <sighs> I, just, I needed just to give everything to it. And I was kind of scared, especially with my social following, wasn't built on fitness. And that sure. I've essentially had to channel that kind of um, audience now. Because, um, you know, my engagement took a massive hit because I was like, I can't, mm. I'll post a topless picture to get engagement. Then I'll post random lifestyle pictures. And I was like, that's not providing value. That's not identifying as a coach. So I just needed to flip that switch and go balls deep. And I don't know if I can say that on this podcast. But yeah. um, <laughs> and then, I just, yeah, I just went for it. And I've never looked back. And, you know, I'm still learning. I'm not going to lie to anybody. I'm still progressing. I'm, I'm a sponge in this industry. And I'm just adopting everything that I can from, um, from like-minded people and people that are well ahead of me. How did you feel when, when you made that switch on your social and you were going from fashion then into fitness? Was it difficult? Because I can imagine if you're getting like hundreds, if not thousands of likes for posts that you're putting up, like without your shirt on or something, and then you start posting something fitness, and let's say you get 10 likes, was that a difficult transition for you? I think because I've been in the social space for such a long time, um, you kind of, what's the word? You're, you rely. It's not even the word is rely. It's just like the, the likes 
and the followers, you get addicted to that. And when they start mm-hmm. dropping off, you're like, wow, what's going on? What am I doing wrong? Why aren't people engaging with me? Um, until you get to a point where that doesn't actually matter. That's not yeah. like, a, you know, and especially in this industry as well, you're providing value to the people that want it. And you're going to get clients if they want, if they want your service. Um, and I just stopped caring about what people thought about my posts. Yeah. If it's not for them, unfollow me. If you don't, if you're not um, liking what I'm putting out, then I'm not the, I'm not the follower. I mean, what's the word? I'm not the person you should be following. Um, sure. And I just wanted to, as I, as I said, fully identify as a coach and just provide follow, um, provide value to the people that are searching for it. And was there anything you found particularly kind of difficult? So as you're starting to make that transition, you're now starting to get a few clients. Was there anything kind of unexpected that you struggled with or was it just you were hell bent on getting this done? Um, again, I, I and I always think like, and this is how, how much I don't know about business really because I solely rely on lead generation from Instagram. Um, mm. I don't know anything about email marketing or anything like that. So um, obviously thinking, right, okay, my engagement's not great. That means I'm not going to get as many um, conversions. Um, and that kind of freaked me out a little bit. But, you know, as long as you just, you're just there day in, day out, it's, it's going to it's gonna um, flourish. So was it kind of doing, instead of being like one aha moment of this wonderful secret that you did, it was just like doing the boring stuff day in, day out, consistently that led to you getting results? Essentially. That's, I think that's a, with it. And I think a lot of people, especially in terms of like in times of struggle, people kind of just drop off where you just yeah. need to keep plugging away at things, you know. Um, sometimes I hear people saying, just got to go in on everything. And if you don't have the financial um, backing to get you through that, it's going to be hard. And you are probably going yeah. to drop off and go back to square one. Fortunately, I've been okay for that. Um, uh, but yeah, I just literally just had to go for it, and and I have, and I continue to, and I'll continue studying. And you know, I've got my own coach who um, has taken my physique to another level and my knowledge to another level, and I obviously pass that down in command, to pass that down to my troops. And um, yeah, as I said, just I'm a sponge through business and fitness. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's, I think that's amazing, like the point that it's the little things like day in, day out that lead to the results. Because it's like anything, like if we take like one of your clients going through a diet phase or something, it's the little things that they're doing day in, day out, those consistent things over time, that even if you jump on scales tomorrow and your weight's gone up a pound, you just stick on with the path, with the goal that you've got, do those little things. And then at the end of it, you know, you're going to get the outcome through all that hard work that you've spent ages doing. Absolutely, as well. And it's not about just continuously pushing clients as well. You have to be their friend. Oh, there's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got to be there for them um, and encourage them with the right support as well. Um, I will never slag anybody off, but you know, there's coaches out there that kind of just palm people off with programs and aren't there to support people through their journeys. You know, yeah. we're all human at the end of the day. We are going to have bad days. Um, and the whole point of having a coach is that accountability and somebody to hold yourself to. And if he's not there or she's not there, then you're going to lose them and they're not yeah. going to get the result. I think it's more important like than ever, to be honest, with like how 
more connected. We're getting day in, day out across all social platforms, but people really are losing touch with, um, like they want validation and they're looking for the wrong, they're looking for answers in the wrong places. And so I think having a coach that really buys into you as a person and understands what your struggles are and what you're going through, like a coach is there to, to coach you and to be with you through this journey, not just here's a plan, like see you later. Couldn't agree anymore. And I, I spend my time trying to learn more about my clients in their check-ins, you know, whether it be kids, in, their interests, what they did at the weekend. Um, I've got multiple touch points through the week. Um, I've also got my community as well. Um, just to find out more about them, you know, and I'm setting up a, a training activation workshop in January as well, where we can get a majority cool. of my clients to come to a space. Um, you know, sometimes it can be hard with clients where, especially when you're working on form videos, trying to get their training intensity or um, their progressive overload or working to failure. It's, it's kind of hard, but if you can get them all in one space, build a, a community in that way, but also go through everything that you need to, to get the most out of them as well. I think that's really good. And, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about my business and my, and my business structure. And I actually traveled three hours to see a client to take his final pictures. Um, oh, cool. And, you know, so, so I was like, well, that's a long way to travel. And that's a bit, that's, you know, quite expensive on fuel. And that's, it doesn't bother me because at the end of the day, this is my business and I care. Um, yeah. And to get a subpar final image of a, over a picture that I can take and, I, I don't know. I, and I never got to meet that client because he did live so far away and I like to meet clients. So I, you know, I'll have in-person training sessions with them when I can, um, which I don't know, just builds good rapport. Yeah. Awesome. I think like trust is such a big part of it and building those almost like friendships with your clients. And do you find that like with, so when you go and take those pictures in trying to bring new clients on, do you find that transformation pictures work really well or testimonials or what have you found works best for you in getting new clients? Absolutely. Um, it's proof as well that you can mm. do it. So if you're, if you're just saying that you're a coach and you're not putting out results, then it's just like, oh, how can you gain that trust or that recognition of people as a coach? Um, so in order to, when, when, when I'm putting out those uh, before and afters, I want the image quality to be strong and sure. you know, not like a selfie in the mirror or the camera on, you know, when it's facing you, because that, um, what's the word, pixelates oh, yeah. um, the images. I want it to be, you know, shot properly. So it, I will usually try and get my clients to travel to me if they're finishing up, if they're at the end of their transformation, um, okay. or even if they're doing like a mid-transformation in-person check-in, I'll take the pictures where I want them taken um, just for, I don't know, continuity as well as sure. clarity. Awesome. And so what's next for, for you? Like you've got the business mentor now going into 2023. Do you have, what are your plans? My plans. Okay. So I've got like a, I mean, I won't go into financials, but I've got a sure. point where I want to get to right now. And that's where I would feel comfortable, but um, just setting all the back end up properly, having all my systems in place instead of me just winging it day to day. Um, yeah taking 2023 uh, as a professional businessman, I think is the next step. Um, you know, I want to take my clients. Um, well, I want to take my team to another level in terms of um, bringing on new clients. I can handle it. I do everything myself. I'm, uh, you know, I jumped on a call with somebody recently and they're like, holy shit, 
Oh, she can't swear. Um, he can. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be on the call. And I was just like, what are you talking about? He goes, I kind of expected somebody else to be taking your calls for you. And I was just like, no, nah, I do everything myself. And I think I would prefer that. Until I get yeah. to a point where I can't control everything and I do need to take somebody on, but they have to be, um, they have to have the same values of me and the same structure as me in terms of training and nutrition and stuff like that. But um, I think I want to get to my first proper milestone as a businessman in 2023 and then push from there. Awesome. And that's so cool to hear you say that, by the way, like getting on the calls. I think it's such an important part of any business is to be able to create those core values that you truly believe in as a brand. And then anyone that comes in to work alongside you, you can inspire them to have those same values so that you continue to set the bar really high for anyone that you meet or any clients that you bring on. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I saw somebody talk about this at the, um, at the coach convention the other day. Um, yeah. She took on a, another coach, um, she was a holistic coach or something like that, completely separate to her beliefs, and it just didn't work for her. So in order to bring on somebody, uh, a new coach, they have to have the same beliefs and the same core foundings. Core sure. Foundings. Well, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it did. <laughs> um, so um, one final question for you, which I'm asking everyone, which is tomorrow, if you woke up and Instagram was gone, so you're kicked off Instagram completely, um, you've got no peak by Percy Fit, that doesn't exist. What would be the first few things you do tomorrow to get up and running again? Do you know what? Firstly, I would ensure that my troops are good. Um, yep. and they're going nowhere. But I honestly, I wouldn't have a clue. Instagram is like, a, it's massive. Like my mate mm. Joe lost his Instagram and he's had to rebuild from scratch. But if you're talking like Instagram is completely deleted, you just got to start yeah. on the next platform, I guess. I've become a TikToker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair um, enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure, but I mean, I guess my business mentor would help me with that. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like I did lose my Instagram last year, or maybe it was in lockdown. Um, and fortunately, I had the right people in the right places to regather that. I was down three days without it. I had somebody trying to steal, well, not steal, trying to bribe me five for five grand to get my account back, and I was just oh, like. Wow. Sneaky buggers, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, fortunately, it reactivated. There's some sneaky people awesome. out there. There are. They're getting better at it as well. Oh, no. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so where can people find out more about you? So I've just rebuilt um, my website, um, but it is my old my old um, website. So it is percyfit.com. Um, Peak is just a new identification. It still stems from Percyfit. Um, but then obviously, uh, Chris Percival on Instagram and TikTok, and that's where, where I am. Awesome. Cool. We'll pop all those links in the comments in the video below as well, so that everyone could get access to those. And I'd love in six months, nine months for you to come back on. And then you can tell us about how everything you did for 2023 and how your business blew up in 2023. Absolutely. Can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, mate. Thank you, Mark. Pleasure.